This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go fuck yourself. Oh, made you wait. Made the you delay. It was worth the wait. It was the worth the delayed wait. action. The yeah. anticipation. That sounded really Makes good. It, all it almost tomorrow. seemed like it was a, a, um, a sound effect, but it wasn't. That is not. That is true. Was, that's true. Authentic pressure being relieved. Pressure being relieved. <laughs> I feel uh, so much better. <laughs> Speaker of pressing, uh, pressure being relieved, uh, we're, we're the innocuous bastards. We, uh, we talk about important stuff. We try to at least. My name yes. is Amado. I'm Mac. I'm AG, the pressure reliever. <laughs> AG is a pressure reliever. Um, AG, how was your week? It was pretty good. Yeah. Once again, another week for the record books. Yeah. Mm. Although I'm not going to elaborate. <laughs> for fear Go figure. Of, yes. Yeah. Well, you for know. fear of ridicule. Fifth Amendment and all that. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Maggie boy. I was going to say this this camp this camping chair uh, chair a week later is still feeling very very comfortable. Uh, I see no reason to go anywhere. Yeah, um, I'm just going to keep on enjoying it. Yeah, this week it's still it's quite windy still. You know? It is so quite windy. We've got we've got at least some consistency there. Yes. Um, well, let's see. Topical stuff, Mac. Topical lotion. Yeah. Um, since we since you we're talking about a good week and. But not everybody has a good week. We are, some a lot of, of our, some of our, it's really bad for them. Some of our some of our um, sports heroes have bad weeks, and athletes have bad weeks. Yeah, I don't know if it's a bad it's a bad week necessarily. It's just an interesting week. It's a sort of a con a, a contrast where you have now the you know, election coming up, and everyone's trying to be first on the uh, you know the, the God wagon apparently. Where you know, it is, I'm looking forward to the day where the elect the first agnostic president, at the very least, agnostic president, just says, "Yeah, I don't know if God really exists," and that's and that's totally fine with me. I'm I'm I, I'm on an agnostic bandwagon myself, where I don't know if it is or if it isn't. I can't see one or the other. But we we've got someone in uh, in the NFL, which is well known. If you ever watch an NFL football game. You will probably see at the beginning of the in you know the pregame someone thanking God, uh, you know, and then probably at halftime someone thanking God, uh, and then at the end of the game someone thanking God too for for things that if God if there is a God was uh, so inclined why would you worry about that in any shape or form uh, being responsible for the it whatever that they did their the win and then performance to make sure that that team won yes. The, something about that team was preferable in God's eye. The team's to the colors other team. on that day, yeah, happened to be where God was uh, putting his chips. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, if if it was between, for instance, the Cowboys and the Redskins, God would probably protect the Cowboys. Wow, well, probably yeah. favor the Cowboys. That's they don't true. care. They don't. God don't care about no Indians. That's. <laughs> never did. No never did. Never did. Never, never did. will. Never will. You know. But we had someone from the uh, the Houston Texans of all places of, of all teams. Uh, his name is Arian Foster. Uh, he's not a white guy, by the way. Just going to put that out there right now. He might be half white though. <laughs> he might very the well Foster be. Foster part, part, uh, part, part Arian. But his name is Arian Foster, and he basically came out and said, 
uh, and, and came out, which is funny that you'd have to come out in the NFL, which is even more, seems to be almost a bigger deal in this uh, article that I read, that he's atheist, or uh, that he doesn't believe in God. That he doesn't believe in God, and yet uh, uh, he was afraid to say for years and years that he was, you know, he, he didn't take part in most things. So, you know, maybe some guys are right, higher level God God guys and, and not, but he just never said anything, and he finally just said it. So when they would do the huddle in the locker room, and they go, now let's say, you know, let's give thanks to the Lord. Yeah. He'd never said anything. Uh, he, he just it, he just kind of pretended. He probably just he just sort of pretended, which is kind of similar, I guess, in, in, in a way if you're uh, someone who's gay and in the NFL or in uh, uh, the NBA. Goddamn wind. God is not happy you, with us right God, now. yeah, I mean, God is, is not favoring us right us. now. Yeah, he's not favoring us Thanks all. for the wind, God. <laughs> but uh, This is what happens when you talk about Arian Foster. <laughs> God is angry right now. Quote, unquote, God. God say, is good. God is good. You will not good. silence us, God. You will not silence our voices. You may mute us somewhat, but you will not silence us. That's right. You may make us more untenable to our viewers or listeners' ears. Than normal. Than ever. <laughs> but we will persevere. We shall. But to me, it's interesting how you have you have that, that, that side of the NFL. And I, I guess you always sort of know, but you never really understand how religious these people are. I don't understand it. I never understood it really because they're relying on their own, their own abilities, but yet they attribute everything to something else. Apparently, well, I think there's a that's almost built into the NFL, on the prayers and all that stuff. And but you got to figure that this is a just a representation of how things are around the United States. There's people in the NFL come from everywhere, small towns, big towns, and if a lot of them are religious, I should tell you. That America still has a lot of religion. Uh, if all these players were from Portland, there'd probably be almost no mention of God ever. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's funny how, like, and, and there are some players. There's the Indomitian Sioux. I don't know much about him as far as on the or, uh, on the field prayer or if he ever thanks God or whatever. But I would say I would guess that he probably does. Whether he believes it or not, I think there's a pressure inside the locker room, just like there is. And he's like, and I don't, this is, you can't, we can kind of equate it to Michael Sam, who hasn't been able to stick anywhere. He actually, he quit football. Yeah, I think he got yeah. sick of the, the BS that, came, that has come along with being openly gay in an NFL locker room. And now he was never the most talented player or physically, or but I think, and, and I've, I've you know, heard a lot, I listen to sports radio, especially the, the Portland sports radio, which is very, very good. And they talked about how he is probably good enough to at least be on a practice squad, and he should stick in the NFL because he has enough skill to be here, uh, there, not here. Uh, and, and so it was obviously the reason why he's not able to stick anywhere is because he gets too much shit from the religious types that are in these lock, you know, these locker rooms. So I wouldn't be surprised if now if Arian Foster, the, the guy, the running back from the Houston Texans, gets some of this backlash. I doubt it. I sincerely doubt it. I now mean, that it's public. There's, yeah, I mean, but coming up, com- coming out in public as an agnostic or an atheist is not going to ruin, it's not going to ruin him for sports. It's not. Well, I would say for sports, it would give him a lot of uh, people who who are not going to have his back anymore. There's still there's a lot of agnostics and atheists who watch sports and enjoy sports. Yes, but as much as you're misunderstanding, the lock the locker room is different. Being in the locker, being a part of a team, 
that's a different concept, a different way of living than it is. Like, yeah, like you and me, Aaron Foster, Michael Sandbach on the street, we don't care. Like, I, hey, come on in. I don't think athletes care. I, I agree with you, Amato. <laughs> I think from what I've read in locker Make rooms. Make that clear. <laughs> what I've read about locker rooms is, like, if you perform and you're not, like, a distraction, you're fine. Also, Aaron, Stoss, Aaron Foster is a big star, so... There's nobody's gonna give him any shit because he's he's a big star. He's always hurt, but he uh, he command, he's probably in control of that locker room. So I don't well, think he has anything to worry about. Uh, he just needs to get on the field. Well, I don't think that's true. I think that and and the fact that he per, that he performs makes it all fine. I mean, I think even if he uh, Michael Sam is the, the next coming of Lawrence Taylor. I still think you're going to have a lot of crap going on in that locker room. So I agree that the performance will mute some of that. But I think the fact that you don't fit into a group and you're not fitting in, that's it's, going to affect, for, that's going to affect groups, performance. There's all kinds of groups in NFL locker rooms. There's you know dudes that are total rednecks, and there's inner Those city people are fine. dudes. But you never, do you ever hear anybody say in an NFL locker room, I don't believe in God? Or no, nah, that's not really much, it's not really for me. No, but it's 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 still the least probable to to elicit some sort of name calling or, or some sort of bullying in the locker room than than perhaps homosexuality will, because that's you know in the world of sports that's still more blatant in their eyes. I don't think so necessarily. I think if you look at someone who who doesn't believe in what you believe in, and it could be someone who's homosexual or someone who doesn't believe in God at all, they're in their eyes. They look at it the same way. No. Yeah, but it's not like the athlete's going to go at like the agnostic or, or or the atheist athletes at the end, you know, during a touchdown win is not going to go. And I don't thank God for that, you know, like they're not yeah, going to be like, no out one's not going to say that. They out. always say that. Every single time they say that, they, they always talk about that. No, but, it, but, it's but very I don't rare think anybody's going to, but any, I don't think a sports fan is going to go, hey, why didn't he thank God after he made that? You well, know, I'm maybe not talking about sports fans. I'm talking about the No, but I think that's what's room. important here. Because the sports the fans end, are not that important. <laughs> Believe me, no, if it was, they were that important, there would be a lot different. There's the, way the sports world is a right. difference between, and this is not my opinion. This is just how it is. There's a difference between somebody <laughs> not believing something, and in God specifically, and then somebody who's homosexual. Because there's nothing in religion that says, "Oh, they're not believing in God is an abomination." You know, they they have an, an active negative stance on homosexuality. You go to hell if you don't believe in you know the, the Lord and in Jesus. Had in, in for Christianity. Now no, that's just yeah. you don't believe in our our version. Right. Well, then what are missionaries for? Missionaries are for to go convert people to the belief. Right, but you're, they, they, that's an active, that is a, they're trying to bring people into the flock. Forcibly. they want homosexuals out of the, the flock. It's a, different, it's a different stance. It's an active versus yeah. a passive stance. Pa- religion it, has a passive stance bad. on non-belief. Passive stance on non-belief. Right. But homosexual, homosexuality is an active stance against Right, so right. that's going to inspire more of a of a passionate response than it will. Just somebody that it says, will. "Hey, I don't and, believe and plus, that." And plus, people don't think it's natural. So now people think that. Uh, I think more people believe that being agnostic is probably best uh, than even atheism. I think most people. I think most people secretly have so many doubts they don't know what to do with, and that's good. I think it's good to have doubts. So about what, what, you, what you believe in what? religiously and also spiritually.
Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com. What was the reason? Why, why did he c- come out? It was part of an ESPN article. I think he just, someone, I think there had probably been known about him before, or some, or there had been rumors, and maybe he, someone, a, a reporter was tipped off, and there was this article about how his dad, uh, from what I remember reading of the article right now, was Muslim, actually. He was not even Christian. Uh, and, and he would have to be forced to pray uh, east towards, towards Mecca. I don't know how many, is it six, six times a day they do it, or however many times that they, they pray toward, uh, you know, the east, and, and he never felt comfortable with it. And he just came to terms with that. But I think the, to not believe in an, I think the difference is you're, you, you guys are equating it to a, what the fans think. And most no. players don't really care about really what the fans think, honestly. They care about what their teammates think. So I think being a part of a team and you're like, say, you know, how many, how many guys are on an NFL team? A hundred or 90 something guys on a team. And it may be if 53. you're, yeah, however many there are, it's a lot. Say you're one of 53 who's willing to come out and say something like that. But what's the difference between somebody saying, I don't believe in anything, and somebody that's just like a Muslim on the team? They don't believe in the same thing you don't believe in. Right, right, so right. what's the difference there? Well, I think that the, the belief there is that you believe in something similar. I think they, everyone knows Seriously, that. Seriously, would you, would you draw that line anywhere? Not me. Believe, exactly. So they don't do that either. I don't think but they I'm would. Saying, yeah. But I do. I don't think you guys are, again, you're, under, you're looking at it from your I'm own lens. Rather than the part of being, have you guys ever been part of a sports team in any shape or fashion? Yes, an actual team. Yes. So if you're on a team, there is a group think that goes on there. That's not true. Somebody, there's a good team. You're talking about you're talking about at least just being in sync with one another. And but But and that's on all very low menial levels. I can see it happening. You're talking about people who are good at what, and these people are world class at what they do. I could see it happening. I could see this being an issue if it was. a Christian school or an all-Catholic school, uh, a university where but most that of it is, is most of it in the NFL. And, How many and then somebody, are in the and NFL? somebody, somebody in that college, you know, in that Christian college, Christian university sports team said, you know what, I kind of don't believe in God. Uh, I can see that being a little bit more controversial, but this is the NF fucking L. You know, it's What's the it's, NFFL. <laughs> I still think it's the idea that people have to fucking pretend that they believe in something that they don't believe in just to fit in, and especially on the sports level. And in, and in America, where we're in the land of the so, you know, the land so, of the free. So the free. Why is it, in, in my mind, if it wasn't a, if it was a story that didn't make any difference, why was it, it was on, on because uh, it it's a ESPN. smear, it's a fucking smear campaign. I mean, it's, who's, who's smearing? Somebody smearing, smear, uh, smear. <laughs> somebody smearing the Smirnoff. Somebody right smearing, now. uh, Aryan dude. <laughs> The Aryan dude. No, no, no. He was a part of the article. It was it was important for him. It was he he was there, a part of the article. I don't know. I just think I think they're finding me they're, they're putting meaning in something that does, that does not deserve it. Also, I don't know that the point of the article was he came out as saying I don't believe in God. It was an it was an interview with him, and at some point, right, he he said oh, I don't believe in God. Like I believe in myself or whatever he said. 
the point of the article or the interview wasn't to get that fact out of him. It no, just was something that came out. But it's something that came out, but it's something that was very much the only thing that really came out of that interview. Let's just you know, be honest. The rest yeah, was not really, has, really hasn't been that great. Well, and the fact that, you know, whatever, the, the, um, the writer or the interviewer made it a point to include it. I think it's important that they, yeah, that just, came out. Just and the, I think it's important picture. that the guy was able to say that. I, uh, well, anyway, I think we might have to agree to disagree uh, on this one because I feel like it's not anything that would that would explode to, to that level, Mac. Um, but it's certainly not. Now, I'm, I'm not talking again. You keep talking about it being some worldwide issue. I'm not. It's a very niche issue. I'm just saying that in, if, you, if you are a sports fan and you, and you watch sports... All you ever fucking hear is about how they're thanking God for this and that and the, yeah. the other thing. And they, and they take it as if it's a fucking sign. And you have someone who comes out and says, well, nah, not really. I can kind of see where, you know, if you're like, you know, you're, you're into that player and you really want to wish that player well. And you're praying to God to make sure that player uh, is playing well. And then you find out the player doesn't even believe in your God. I can see how maybe that could affect the sports fan and maybe make the sports fan I'm I saying think it, about his religion. I'm saying it takes really, into more like, of an the account. Meaning of life. Right, right. Well, <laughs> the meaning of life. I'm saying it takes into more of account the way that we interact with one another, the way we deal with one another, even in our own offices and our own friendships. If someone were to come out with something that you didn't agree with, how would you react to that person? I, well, I mean, it's, I don't know. The way you're just putting it, it's just a weird, it's a strange version of a mic, of, of like a, a microcosm that you, you're like imagining it somehow. I'm it not imagining no, it. it. You're making it sound like it's going to be like this, you know, huge big deal, and I don't think it would be. I think it is a big deal in people's minds. Most people are, especially in the in, your in, mind. Speaking for most people, now. I think it is. I think people judge and look at other people differently when they find out something new about them. What if and you it, found out somebody you didn't know was gay was gay? Would you now then like, oh, I don't want to be around that person? Well, no. I mean, it's, it's because the people that I hang around with. But if someone who I we all hang around with is gay, that's fine if they're gay. One, they said I like human meat. <laughs> I'm just saying. What if what Arian say Foster? About that what if Arian Foster was a Muslim? Would we even be talking about this? You know, going back to what probably AG said not. Earlier. That's the whole point. Yeah, I think people seem to have to feel but, the but need that to think believe it's not like Muslim. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was like there would be more animosity potentially from a Christian towards a Muslim than a non-believer. There's, well, I think especially in this day and age, I know? think people, I think people, I think people are uh, they miss they misinterpret what it means to be a Muslim versus what it means to be uh, an Islamic terrorist. I get that, but what and, I'm saying and I think is, that most on the people face get of that. it, on the face of it, that seems like a more of a natural animosity. But you know who solved that problem already was Muhammad Ali, kind of solved that problem for us anyway. Yeah. So that I mean that that if he was the first one, absolutely. But there's been, in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, there's been so many great athletes who have been Muslim. Yeah. That they were kind of desensitized to that. But you never hear about the people who, well, Meta I mean, as far piece. as from a sports perspective, it's like, I don't care if he's, you know, whatever, you know. Uh, but if you're talking about someone who doesn't believe in that, even in the possibility, because all three of those major, the big three religions, you know, Judaism and, uh, and Islam, to be a Muslim, and, and Christian, they all believe in the same God, basically. They, they call it different things. Yeah. They have the same stories. So they all believe in the same thing. They just have their own version of it. I think it'll be, it'll be it, the, the differences between Muslim and Christian athlete will be more f you know, fodder for a, a sports commentator than a, a non-believer versus a believer. You know what I mean? 
I don't think so. I don't think so nowadays. I think that there are guys in the NFL, there are probably not very many. There are some that are Muslim. There's guys in the in the NBA that are Muslim. Not like the Muslim that, player. That sports bridge as you can runs as into the field. religion bridge has, has been covered. The one where they they don't seem to believe in anything. Like they throw doubt upon uh, all of that bullshit. Uh, there goes the non-believer. There goes the atheist. They, I, I mean, hope he from, does well today. From what I read in the article, there's always there, there there's been guys who are on the teams that he's on who kind of looked at him weird because he doesn't he's not all up you know he's not he's not having to flap about Jesus. God bless Aaron. F- oh wait, no. God bless. See, that's God. the only thing where I would think that could possibly come into play would be like a team prayer. That's what I'm talking and about. That he doesn't want to necessarily participate in it. Goes along with it, whatever. He can have a moment of silence in his brain instead of praying to Jesus. Right. But honestly, these guys are all like. Alpha males at the top of the food chain. They are not only, you know, an NFL player, but they are probably the most famous person in their town. And they have a whole entourage of they've other people. They've always been the number one wherever they've been. And yeah. so I just don't think that any of them like would have any time to just like, oh, I don't like that guy because he doesn't believe in God. I just think, I think if this had happened 40 years ago, maybe this would be a story then. Yeah. But now it's I like, agree. this was just kind of like inevitable. This is like the first big name person to just say, hey, I don't why believe in that happen, stuff. Why, why did that happen after there was the first openly gay person that you know? If there wasn't anybody who's actually come out in an article and said, I don't believe in God in the NFL, you know, there has there was openly that's gay the people. Point. There's going to be vegan, there's going to be vegan quarterbacks now. You know that's going to happen. I don't They're know. Fucking I, I think the non-belief of something so completely stupid and ridiculous is is very important. And I think that the, the, the idea that you should be forced to believe, whether you're homosexual, whether you don't believe in Jesus, whatever it is, is is a reflection of our society still. Where they're all alpha, well, they're they're all all alpha males. I think that if they're all alpha males, I think it's even most things worse. If you're part of a team where you're expected to fall in line with everyone else's belief, and if you no, don't, I don't, someone will blank it up. I say that I think that's the fallacy in your logic is that you're not expected to believe everything. They know this is a collection. You're not like devoting your life. It's not a. You're not a like a. A Roman brigade or something. It's but just that's what they team. look at themselves. That they're always saying that they're going to war. They're always equating everything. But I understand military. they're going to war. But if you go to war, you realize that there's different. There's a uh, there's a diversity of people around you, and you as you know those people, you can respect the things that they do or don't do. Um, I just I don't think that belief in and it's not even belief in your God. It's belief in any God or the lack of is going to really cause a big of a problem. Well, I think it's more likely that most people who are in actual war are even less likely to believe in God than the people who are in professional sports. I think if you live and die with people, you see comrades who are actually dying, yeah, you're gonna, probably going to question that just a little bit. If you, you see somebody occasionally every 30 years get really mangled from something to do with pro sports, yeah, probably not. And so that's why they take it to an almost, it's an evangelical level that they have in pro sports. And it's gotten even worse over the years. I remember back in the 80s, really watching sports, you'd hear it every now and then, but nobody would really bring it out that much. It was like, it was, it was sort of left unsaid. Most guys may believe in as much as they want, but now it's so pervasive in the culture of sports. It's kind of weird, actually. It's like totally counterculture to what the rest of the country is doing to me. See, I, I agree, disagree with that too. I hear it less than I used to hear it. And when I do hear it, I notice it more. It's like it stands out when somebody starts talking about God yeah. after a game. It just like, it's like, a Tebow, little, like Tebow stood out. Tebow stood out, not even just yeah. Tebow, just like the average guy who they interview after the game made some big play. I don't hear it as much. And I think that just maybe the time was right 
for somebody to come out and just say, hey, I don't believe. And that's cool because, I mean, that's his right to not have to believe everything that everybody in the locker room believes. I would yeah. be more upset about a rapper that doesn't believe in God <laughs> than an athlete. Seriously. I'd be more upset uh, with a rapper who doesn't believe in, in dollar dollar bill, y'all, and guns and hoes. A rapper who was, wait, there's got to be a rapper who does that by now. He doesn't believe in any of that stuff. Macklemore? He does, he's not making a lot of money. Is Macklemore... Macklemore, uh, Macklemore doesn't believe in hoes or doesn't guns? doesn't believe in God? I don't know. He doesn't believe in hoes and guns. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> well, I think we should leave it up to the to the one listener we have to uh, to Google that shit. Decide with me. Yeah, to, no, decide with... Uh, to be correct. To be correct. <laughs> to decide I'm, with the correct. I'm correct. I'm correct. Absolutely. <laughs> We'll be right back. I, you know, first of all, I, I want to give thanks. I want to give thanks to uh, uh, Four Roses for sponsoring this episode uh, inadvertently. Unwittingly. Uh, I want to give thanks to uh, the makers of PBR. I can't remember which company it is. Global company. I believe that it's called Pabst. Is it? No, but aren't they, haven't they been bought out by, by somebody by now? I know it's not Pabst who owns everything. Just go with it. Okay, Pabst. Uh, and I also want to thank the liquor store, uh, who is probably sponsored by Jesus, who provided the ice for this drink, too. Um, you know, um, I want to thank Allah for the water, uh, because it's refreshing. <laughs> this refreshing water. Refreshing. Uh, I like. But... Uh, who do you want to thank people? AG. <laughs> uh, while we were on break, you brought up a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so says you. <laughs> now, I, we, since we're talking about religion and sports, I noticed this happening. I don't know why. Don't ask me. I don't watch NASCAR. But it was just on when the, I know, the program I was watching came up. But they do a prayer, a, 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 a stadium-wide prayer before... NASCAR races, and that seemed really jarring and shocking to me in a way. Yeah, that's surprising to me too. I get that you're in the South a lot of the times, but I don't think that would fly. Like you wouldn't go to a Blazers game and have somebody do a prayer. It's just it's it's assuming too much. Um, a very high amount of uh, homogeneity of the people in attendance. Like we're all Christian or. You know, it was just a very strange They're all redneck, so... Well, they have been have in the be. sun for quite a while watching yeah. NASCAR going around and around, turning left. Um, yeah, I'd say that uh, I wouldn't be that surprised by that, honestly. I think if we had a prayer at a Blazer game, I'd be way more surprised than exactly. it would be at a NASCAR event. But it just seems like uh, an officially sanctioned event that they're purposefully introducing religion into it. You know, please protect the drivers and all that stuff. So, what if a driver dies? Is the right. is the the prayer faulty, or God just says? Meh. Most of the people around there are probably he was faulty. probably Muslim. Yeah, <laughs> he was a Muslim driver. Uh, I, I I know. I think that um, it's still more shocking when you see it in, in government uh, uh, situation. You know, government uh, uh, situ- well, not situations in, in government. Uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, anyway. Well, like you mentioned before, like having a 
uh, an atheist president. Right. Doesn't isn't there anything in the inaugural oath that mentions God? Because well, that's the whole point. They don't. They, they always try to say that the founding fathers were this and that. And yeah, they might have been religious, but they specifically sought to protect the religious freedoms by not by specifically separating the church and state. Which most with most people nowadays, it seems like not necessarily in Portland and in, uh, outside of Portland, maybe they do, but they're trying to bring the two together. And it's very that to me is is extremely disturbing. And the fact that they claim this war, this mythical war on Christianity, and also fictional, which doesn't even exist, there's more of a war on people who in this country don't believe in the same things, and maybe not in Portland necessarily, but in other areas of the country, where you're an outcast if you don't necessarily, if you're homosexual or if you don't believe in a religion or if you're Muslim, it's those, it's that, it's the death, we're in the death rows of that happening in this country. So that's why it's kind of fascinating to me to see this, this article at so many years after all of this. That to me, that was the reason why I thought it was interesting. Why that was even an article? <clears throat> yeah. Why would, that, why would that even come out? Yeah. There's a reason why it, they came out it's because it, it's not something that I do find that interesting for sure. It's not something that comes out very often. You know, you got Bill Maher, you got guys like that who are clearly, but everybody, everyone looks at him as kind of an outcast too in, in a certain way. You know, but he got a, a, a highly successful NFL player who comes out. He's been afraid to come out after all these years because of what people might think or say in his own community about that. And and I, and I think everyone, you know, could re, can relate to that. In my opinion, anyway. Well, I think the only logical next step for us here is to incorporate prayer into every episode of the Innocuous <laughs> Bastards. But who are we praying to? Well, I think that's. That's what we challenge our, our listener to, to solve. We need a new so, deity. Let's bow our heads. 